Well, as the dog days of summer continue, welcome to yet another weekend with the Speaking For Him podcast. I'm Adam McNutt, alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gommison. Hello, Adam. And as you know, folks, if you've been listening to this show, we've turned the corner past 250 episodes. And so um, be thinking about ways that we could celebrate our 300th episode next year. I know it seems like it's a long ways away, but wasn't too long ago, a couple blinks, and we were at 200. So the fact that we're past 250 is a big deal. So thanks again, Adam, for all your work on this show. And uh, we're going to move right into our topic. We have a couple more episodes left in our um, Reasons Jesus Came series. So that would be another thing you could do, is come up with another series that you think would be good for the Speaking for Him podcast. So today we're going to talk about Jesus came to be a light, and Adam's going to kick us off with our quote of the day. And this comes from John twelve forty six. I am come a light into the world that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. It's John twelve forty six. All right, and the reason um, I uh, chose this verse, well, well, first of all, this is this is the first verse I thought of kind of when I was putting together this series, or maybe one of the first ones I saw when I started researching this topic, you know, for this series. Um, and it's just interesting how the the world was dark. We were lost in sin. We had no hope. The Bible says that we were without strength. In Romans chapter 5, it says we were out without strength before Jesus died for us. And incidentally, Adam, um, I thought that um, your post recently was very timely. Hmm. Um because you just came off a youth retreat for your church and you talked about three things that you learned that weekend. And one of them I thought was really good. You said, um, we all need Jesus. And it, and it seems like a simple thing to say, mm-hmm. but it's so true. And I was really moved by that. Um, because I was like, man, they must be doing something right. If that's one of the three takeaways you, you took away from your youth retreat. So I don't know anybody from your church yet, but I'm, I'm grateful that they are putting the truth out there. So, Amen. Just wanted to throw that out there because I had just recently seen that in the last couple of days. So, um, as I said, the world is kind of lost in sin, and and now we don't even know what truth is. I mean, we recently celebrated the 4th of July, and the Declaration of Independence states, among other things, that we hold these truths to be self-evident. And I've talked to my dad a lot, how, a lot about how we don't know in our country anymore what self-evident truth actually is Um, because we've decided that whatever is true for you is true for you and whatever's true for me is true for me and the ironic thing about believing that way is that when I step on your truth one of us has to acquiesce we can't both be right we think we can but then when we start to offend one another then one of us um, has to claim to be superior to make things work. So in order for this life to work, we have to have a definite moral standard, and that is Jesus as the light. So I'm just going to talk about a few points here. First of all, Jesus created the light. Adam, why don't you read the verse for that one? Genesis 1-3 says, And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. Um, and, and I wasn't really necessarily expect, um, thinking about starting here. Um, but when I, uh, did a search for light on, uh, Bible Gateway, which is my favorite, um, 
website at least for searching um, for topics and verses. So there's a freebie for you, BibleGateway.com. I'll try to put a link in the podcast for that. But when I looked, this was the first one that was uh, listed, of course, because it's Genesis 1-3. So it's pretty early on in the text. And I thought it was, I mean, it wasn't a mistake. Jesus, um, one of the first things he said was, let there be light. And um, so it definitely is something that that God wanted us to have. And, of course, um, Jesus was there from the beginning of the world. There's actually a second verse under this heading, so could you read that one? On all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. It's John 1, verses 3 through 4. All right, and there's quite a bit of truth here, too, just in these two verses. First thing is, all things were made by him, and nothing was made without him. Jesus was there at creation. This is something we often don't understand. Sometimes we think about Jesus being born in a manger as that being the beginning of Jesus. But the reason that the virgin birth is so important to our celebrations of Christmas is that Jesus didn't come from a human father. He didn't inherit the sin of Joseph because he didn't come from the seed of Joseph. Mm-hmm. He was created in Mary by the whole, or he was placed in Mary's womb by the Holy Spirit, having never, having not been created, but acquiescing to step down into a created body, which is a very um, surprising and amazing thing when you stop and think about it. Um, and then he is life is our light. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. Um, And uh, so for this verse, and I was going to have Adam read it, but I jumped ahead. So (laughs) here we go. (laughs) But um, I just think about the verse in Genesis chapter 1 as well when it says, And God created man and breathed in him, and he became a living soul. That's the only part of creation where it talks about it in those terms mm. that that we became a living soul because God gave us life. So the life um, that we have is through Jesus. Without Jesus, we would not have um, the life that we have. And um, He definitely gives us light and direction through this life. I don't know um, what I would do without Him. Um, Speaking for him's motto is speaking for him that spoke for me. <clears throat> and that kind of comes from a passage in Philippians chapter 3 where the Apostle Paul is talking about laying hold of the things that God would would want him to lay hold of because God at one point reached down and laid hold of Paul even though he was the chief of sinners and made him a great apostle and missionary. So Adam, do you have any thoughts on these first two points about Jesus coming to be a light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gets me thinking like every single thing that we can think of is from him. Like everything can be rooted back to Jesus, like, giving us light, him being the light. Um, everything that we have daily in our lives all the way to eternal life. I mean, he, he created it all. So I think it's really cool when you're able to dig into it more and you just kind of start to figure out, oh, everything's you know, always rooted back to God. Like even if in your mind you're like, oh, that can't be just by looking at what is that's what it always roots back to, and it's a pretty cool thought. All right, and the next thing is, he is the true light. And Adam, will you read that verse for us? 
That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh in to the world. It's John 1, 9. And I, and I think this is a significant passage because we read um, in the scriptures um, that even the devil masquerades as an angel of light. Mm-hmm. Um, the things of the world look good. And, um, you know, I, I can even personally testify that there are, are certain things that are sin, that are pleasurable um, while they're taking place. They, you know, it seems like a good thing to just spend time in sin and because there it's we we like to say that sin is is totally awful and it is awful god doesn't want us to engage in sin and he wants us to live a righteous life but um that the bible talks about the pleasures of sin for a season so even the bible acknowledges that there is a certain level of pleasure um in sin but it does not last mm-hmm. the pleasure is quickly replaced by guilt and shame and and by and by consequences that that we would not have if we um, if we paid attention to what God um, has, has said in His Word, if we are um, faithful to uh, have God's opinion of of marital in- intimacy, then we don't have to worry about someone calling us up and telling us that um, that they had our baby or Somebody call, and somebody uh, are sitting in a doctor's office and finding out that we have a sexually transmitted disease, because because if you follow God's plan of one man one woman for a lifetime, then you can enjoy um, intimacy in the way God created it without fear of those consequences. Mm-hmm. And um, just others, any other area you can think of, like I, I think of the issue of lying. You know, they, they say that um, the worst part about lying is that you have to remember what you said. Yeah. There, we don't have any problem remembering what we said when we say the truth because the truth doesn't change. But if we lie about something and then we lie about something else to cover that lie and then we lie about something else to cover that lie, before we know it, we've told, you know, five different stories, different ways, and nobody can trust us or believe us because it's always different. So I think that's something to keep in mind um, as we go forth. And just to know that, there, like I said, there are things that look good. You know, wide is the way that leads to destruction. Narrow is the way that leads to life. The narrow way is going to be rougher in a lot of ways, but um, the end result is going to be glory, whereas the end result of the wide road is going to be destruction. And then men love darkness rather than light. Adam? And this is the condemnation that light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. It's John 3.19. And this is another key thing. Uh, if you're doing something wrong, um, the, the last thing you want to do is get caught. Right. You look over your shoulder, you feel nervous and anxious, you know, for a whole day or even longer because you're wondering if someone's going to catch you doing what you're doing. And the thing that we need to remember is that God always knows. Even if nobody else saw us, God did it. And so we need, God did, and we need to do business with him and, and make sure that we, um, that we, uh, keep our accounts short with him, uh, because he is faithful and just to forgive us. And it's no significance, or it's no coincidence, 
that when you go down the street and you see a bar, it's usually very dark. Mm-hmm. Um, because because men love darkness rather than light. And um, so, you know, I think that we need to to love the light. And in order to really love the light, we need to embrace the light of the world, which is Jesus. And um, he, he said at one point, I am the light of the world. And um, so we need to be like him. And we'll get into that for our final point. But on these last two points that we discussed, uh, do you have any thoughts, Adam? What I love so much about God's word is, A, it's, it's truth. I mean, it's in your face. There's no holding back, right? But secondly, I always love how even if it has a truth bomb thrown on you, like there's always a way in the Bible to get back. So, for instance, it says here, men love darkness. And you were mentioning earlier, Andrew, you know, there's a lot of darkness, a lot of things going on in the world. And honestly, I think with a lot of media things, it's one of the hardest times in human history because it's, it's, it's at your fingertips with all of these different ways. So how do you get out of that darkness? Well, then, well, there's the answer. It says that Jesus is the true light. He's not the fake one or he's not a, a light bulb that's going to be on for a little bit and then it burns out. He's always shining and always bright, ready to receive us, you know? And I, I, I was thinking about that, that it can be so tough to know, what do I do to get out of these things or to help someone else maybe using something? And that there's always an answer in God's word. And even those two verses, boom, it's right there. Awesome. And then the following thing is I, I was talking about, or the final thing that we're going to talk about today is I was talking about how Jesus is the light of the world. And then he tells us um, that consequently we are the light of the world. Uh, could you read that, Adam? Matthew five fourteen: ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. All right. And so our responsibility is to be lights for Jesus as he is bodily not present in our world. He is present through us and in us. We can have a personal relationship with him through God the Father, but he is not bodily present in the world. And so he has commissioned us to be um, lights. And it's interesting, the Bible says in Acts that the disciples were called Christians first in Antioch. And when you read that passage, you realize it wasn't a compliment. It was more of an insult. <laughs> yeah. But, it, but it's become what we label ourselves as because it means little Christ or Christ-like. And that's what, what we need to do. And I believe this this passage um, goes on to say, if you read more in Matthew 5, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So it's very important for us um, to let our light shine so that people um, see why we're different. Mm-hmm. And then they can ask the questions, well, why are you different? And we can tell them about the life changing that Jesus has done in our lives because he can do it in any person's life. I mean, the Apostle Paul is the perfect example. I mentioned him earlier, but he was somebody that raged against Christians. He went and killed them. He was president at the stoning of Stephen was the first murder and he held the coats of the men who were hurling stones at Stephen and no doubt that was still in his mind as he's going through his ministry even though he knew God forgave him I'm sure he thought about it um, but um, if God can use Paul if God can change Paul to such an extent that he changed his name from Saul to Paul mm-hmm. then he can certainly do that work in you as well 
All right, Adam, we're about to wrap up, but do you have any thoughts on this final um, thing about being the light of the world? You know, I think the biggest thing, and I know I've been challenged with this myself lately, is just keeping that in your mind as a reminder. You know, I think life gets busy. You can get worn down. You can get tired, and you just kind of want to watch Netflix and go to bed. (laughs) But um, we're reminded that every interaction, every place we go is an opportunity to do that, whether you're tired or not. I mean, however we feel. We, we can be a light to do so. So I know that re- reminder and thought has been going through my head lately, like, okay, it's not just a couple days a week when I feel good about it thing. You know, it's, it's all the time that we have an opportunity to shine for Christ. Well, thank you, Adam. And thank you everyone for listening again. Um, this was the latest episode in our, in our why Jesus came series. We have, I think at least one more episode to come in the coming weeks. And so very uh, excited to share that with you and wrap this up. And also thinking about the next series ideas. So if you have any ideas, make sure to hit us up with the contact information that will roll at the end of the show. And with that being said, I will simply say, have a great weekend and keep serving the best of masters. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him, alongside his co-host and executive producer, Adam McNutt. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter at Speaking For Him. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review. 